Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. All right. Woohoo. We made it. Welcome, everybody. Good morning, the Pacific Northwest. Good morning to the iTunes world and the SoundCloud world. Thank you so much. Make sure you guys give us a, I want to say a five-star, six-star rating because, you know, why not? (laughs) Benny, good morning, love. We've got Whitney who's going to be joining us in a bit. I want to take a quick minute to just share my appreciation and uh, wish you all a very, very happy holidays. And like I had to do and learn my own, again, lesson of calming myself down this morning because I could not get a line in because of the radio show. Just take a nice, deep breath. We got the holidays. We're going to have triggers. It's inevitable. Family, all that stuff. And we're eating foods we're not used to. Maybe some alcohol indulgence. Who knows? Sugar indulgence, all the same thing, right? So just take some time to just take a time out. I know that that's good. How are you, Benny? I'm doing very well. Yes, we got everyone all connected up. Sorry for the delay in getting on the air. So uh, everyone might have been a little bit uh, on edge, but don't worry. We'll smooth things out, and we're going to make it happen for you. Uh, oh, nobody on edge, please. Let's just take no a nice way. deep breath. And thanks. To, no. Are you ready for the holiday love? For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> like everybody else, right? Uh Okay, well, yeah, I know. Well, remind everybody that if you want to take my online class, you absolutely can. Um, If you want to shed old beliefs, old fears, and relationships, and those experiences that are attached to those habits, I've got real-life, real-time self-regulating mindset hacks, and they are powerful. I had to use a couple of those trying to get into the show today. So welcome, you guys. It's like every show, it's new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas. It's a new you. And, of course, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Now, I want to remind you, and it's kind of a disclaimer, if there's like a squeaky wheel or something kind of maybe rubbed you a little differently, guess what? Something inside of you stirring. So I would invite you to take a good, long, hard look at that with love and compassion, like I always say with the CCs and like compassionate curiosity. So today's guest, I'm super excited. So I have, I have a love of art and that creative aspect. And then when Whitney came across my radar, and well, let me do this. Let me give you her formal bio. Then I'm going to bring her on, and I'm going to let her tell you what's going on because. And then I got to talk about the Buddha painting for peace and centering. But we're going to get to that in just a minute. So Whitney Freya is a modern day mystic and an expert in inspired living providing practical tools and practices that free your mind from limitations and scarcity to create more in your life that lights you up from the inside out. She is an author of three books on personal creativity and leads online courses that teach you a personal painting practice that will dramatically expand your senses of possibility and overall wellness. She lives her own inspired life 
oh, am I not supposed to say where you're at? <laughs> we had that conversation, Whitney. Are, are you there, love? <laughs> I got confused because I'm not supposed to say anything about Northeast Oregon, but I just did. That's okay. <laughs> it's part of the bio, so I kept reading. So welcome, sweetheart, welcome. Thank you, Sue. Happy holidays. Yes, and thank you for the reminder of taking a nice deep breath coming into my show today. So, I, you know, I can do the formal bios, but let's hear your energy, hear your story, and let the audience get to know you from you. Oh, thank you. So, um, well, my career has been so much fun, so many loopy loops, so unexpected. I um, grew up a total wannabe artist. You know, I'd had the art teacher when I was nine tell me drawing wasn't my thing. So I just took that as fact and assumed that I had not inherited that artistic DNA and became a very out loud wannabe artist. My um, friends at my 20th high school reunion were so confused when I showed back up and, you know, had written a book, The Artist Within, and had an art center. And they were just like, what? <laughs> it was so fun. So I... I tell people, if you're a passionate wannabe something, um, I think you're meant to explore that for sure. So um, what I have been so passionate about for the last 25 plus years, oh my gosh, um, is helping people to understand that truly life is an inside out job. And we've been conditioned and it's all fine. It's all perfect. There are no victims and there's no right or wrong, but we've been conditioned to operate as if life is an outside-in job. So looking outside of ourselves for what's going to fill us up, make us happy, you know, make us feel worthy enough, all of those things. And the truth is, is that you are creating your reality um, within. The words that you use, the thoughts that you think, what you spend your time focusing on is literally painting pictures of your expected future that then you're stepping into. So stress and worry are painting pictures, imagining what you don't want to happen in the future. And I want to help all of us, myself first, an ongoing project is learning how to focus on what we desire. And the painting practice that I teach just makes that all visible, makes it experiential. And most of the people I work with, I'd say 98% of the people I work with um, haven't painted or are very new to painting, and that's how they found me. And so this is contrasting their routine, which is shaking up their, you know, internal dialogue, your subconscious mind chunks information together. So when you prove to yourself that you can do something, oh, I am creative, I can paint on a canvas, your subconscious just starts reevaluating all the other things you've been telling yourself you can't do. And people find themselves taking steps in new directions, leaning into the unknown, into new experiences, because from the present moment and from a creative mindset, there's only possibility. And um, so it is an absolute blast and joy to um, guide people along on this journey. Um, you know, inspired means spirit within. So for me, uh. our, spirit, our spirit is our most authentic self. And you came here to create and live life your way, the way only you can. And we've all been on the journey of trying to, you know, keep everybody else happy or fulfill other people's expectations or thinking if, you know, our mom or dad or grandma or grandpa gave us that pat on the back, 
you know, well done, that we would then have arrived. And we know, you know, we all know even in our hearts that that's not the way it works. So we want you connecting with what you love, what you want, how you want to move in this world. And right now we're so cracked open that, you know, the rules have changed, gone out the window, and this is an incredible period for so many people. Like they're standing in front of the blank canvas that is their life. And I want to help you create it with as much awareness um, and heart as possible. Mm. And I love that. Thank you, Whitney. And creating, well, this, this might sound odd, but creating from a creative stance or a creative standpoint right. and releasing, and I was, I was just having a meditation about releasing the outcome, releasing all that stuff you're attached to or you think that you're attached mm. to based on past experiences, right? Or yes. past traumas, yes. past, you know, self beliefs and all that, you know, there's some muddy waters in there. Walk us through one of your creative aspects. So if, if I'm advocating not only for myself, but also the audience, I mm-hmm. am at your class and or, or, and or working with you and I, I'm having a breakdown. I'm in so much fear. I don't know what my creativity looks like. And now I'm on fear. Now I'm spiraling out a bit. Walk us mm-hmm. through how we can self-regulate in real time, you know, and love on ourselves and not, not be so critical. That's, I mean, we're right. all going through that now, right? Right, right, exactly. Well, the first thing is to um, bring yourself present. I almost always suggest connecting to your breath um, and bring yourself into the present moment. And I help people to understand that the fear they have around creating, which is very real, which is why... I've been teaching painting for 25 years because that's what most people are afraid of. And that's what I love is to help people overcome fear. So um, that fear is based on an old, outdated story around creativity where we were told that, um, you know, art and creating and anything in that creative realm only has value if someone will pay you dollars for it. And, and even then, most people, I mean, I work with, a lot of people, I have an online um, coaching training where I teach people how to use art in this way as a coaching modality. And um, a lot of them were, you know, passionate about art, kind of like I was when they were younger. But they were told, you know, well, that's not going to provide you with enough security or insurance or blah, 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 which, again, it's all good. Like, we're, you know, I believe we're infinite beings. We have nothing but time. So um, there's no blame, but it's just an is. So the fear is that the finished product that I create, when I show it to people, they're going to tell me it's not worthy, that I'm not good. And a lot of us have had that experience. I think they say something like 85% of people have had a creative wound. So they've had an experience like mine where the art teacher, even all she said was drawing wasn't my thing. That's all it took, right? So, um, So the first thing is to understand the fear is an illusion, so go underneath the fear. What exactly are you afraid of? Are, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to make a mess. So what? I'm afraid I'm not going to do it right. There is no right. I'm afraid I'm going to show it to people and then they're going to stop loving me. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I probably don't have to worry about that. So, you know, that's the first thing. Is It's amazing. Just that practice of going underneath the fear is what I call it. Um, what exactly are you afraid of? Well, I don't know. I'm just scared. I'm just afraid. Yeah, okay, that's fine. 
but let's ask yourself, what are you afraid of? And just that extra question takes you to a place of, oh, okay, right. So <laughs> I guess they don't have to be afraid, right? So that's the first thing is to understand the stories, the stories we tell ourselves. And, you know, we're living in a rapidly changing world. So there are a lot of stories that are just out of date, just like, you know, some of you might be getting new cell phones or computers for Christmas. Think of the cell phone or computer you had 10 years ago. If you tried to turn that on and, and proceed on your daily routine with that old computer and that old programming, you wouldn't be able to do it. But we're still doing that inside in our own internal hard drive. So usually people relax after that. And then the first step to all my painting is just scribbling, filling, finger painting, stenciling, like just making a hot mess on the canvas with as many different colors and shapes. And so as soon as people start doing that, I've seen it happen as soon as the paintbrush touches the canvas, there's like this activation or this awareness that just comes like instantly to the forefront and they're having so much fun. You know, whether they're reconnecting to when they painted as a child or it's just the color or I do believe this painting practice has um, just, I don't know, some kind of magical energy around it that, you know, just defies logic. I'm still, I mean, I still get so excited and I'm still so amazed at all the results people get, um, how their mind shift completely changes from looking for possibility rather than expecting things to go wrong. You know, that can change everything. So, so then when we start painting... They're just having a blast. You know, the colors are layering and, and, and creating, you know, crazy combinations and designs. Um, I teach a lot uh, with acrylic paint because it dries very quickly and you can paint right over it. So for a lot of people just realizing, you mean if I don't like it, I can just paint over it? And it's like, you know, this mind-blowing type experience. Like, wow, okay. So I'm not stuck with whatever I put on the canvas. There's, there's never an end or a place where, yeah, you've come to a dead end. There's nothing more you can do. You know, there's infinite possibilities with the canvas, and that's very clear. Um, and then, as you mentioned, you know, I have some programs that focus on a specific subject, like my Buddha painting program or I have an owl painting program. And those um, programs are to engage literally with the energy, the medicine of that subject. Um, I started painting Buddha um, kind of surprisingly um, just right in the first year after my divorce in 2012. And um, I do, every once in a while, I do these 24-hour paint jams where I paint for 24 hours straight and I invite the whole world to join me in. It's an amazing experience. And so it was like an hour 22 um, of 24 hours. And you really have to kind of pack those last two hours. And so I started painting Buddha a friend had started painting Buddha out of nowhere, and um, and so it was on my mind. And so I started painting Buddha, and after being up for 22 hours, I found myself with a very small brush, which I am definitely a broad brushstroke girl, and I'm painting these fine features on his face, and I'm so calm and alert and just centered. And, and I remember kind of standing back and, like, looking at my hand with this little brush. I'm like, I didn't even know I had this small of a brush. And what is going on here? And so I painted probably 20 Buddhas before I created the Buddha painting program. And that's where I learned that what we paint has like a visceral 
experience to offer us. Um, and you get information. It's just like tuning to a radio station. You know, you're painting Buddha or an owl or a dream catcher, you know, or a bumblebee or a goddess. I'm just looking around the paintings in my studio. Um, you're going to get a very different internal dialogue. And what you're doing is actually accessing a different level of awareness. So when you engage in this creative frequency, you're raising your vibration to this place that only knows possibility and is completely present. So in that present moment, you have no awareness of, you know, your history of not being good at drawing or painting. And you have no fear of any future rejection or, you know, criticism from anybody else. And in that present moment, when you're aligned with the creative frequency, you get access to your own inner wisdom that will meet you exactly where you are and give you guidance on how to create more of what you want next. Oh, so I mean, why do anything else, right, Sue? I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got something absolutely beautiful to, to tell you in the audience. Okay. So, Uh, You know, art is such a metaphor, and the artist, I mean, literally, you you are in the present moment. You're overcoming yourself, not only the mental chatter, but the physicality of it. You're at the tactile of it. You're overcoming yourself, and guess what? You get to create the own canvas of your own life. You design it. You create it, and the artist out there will say, everybody sees it. So differently and that is it that is the metaphor of life everybody's different everybody's perspective everybody's inner critic all of that is different so why not create your own tapestry so let me tell you this with me you're going to love this so I love the energy like because I was online and looking at your Buddha and the owls by the way absolutely brilliant and beautiful just number one with <laughs> you when my sister-in-law was uh, battling breast cancer, I literally intuitively, I went and I, because I had an art studio back when I lived in Washington, and I grabbed the biggest canvas I could, my black marker, and I found um, oh, a big, huge elephante, an elephant. But mm. I didn't do the painting. I just did the, um, oh gosh, I'm losing my train of thought of what it's called. It's like... Um, Is that outline? Like, like an outline, but then I drew on the insides with all different colors and shapes and like, mm-hmm. um, oh, anyway, so just know I drew this big, huge elephant for strength and courage and wisdom intuitively mm-hmm. and made it this massive thing. And all the energy was to give her wisdom and strength as she's battling her breast cancer. And a few years, and she did, by the way, happy ending. She did. She fully healed herself. And then just a few weeks ago, uh, I, I met an artist here in Bend, and I'm looking at my the old tapestry of this beautiful, ancient, wisdom-graced elephant. And I said, how about you put a Buddha over the top of that, matching the teals and stuff that are in my house? And he mm. took the canvas. It was beautiful. He took the canvas and he turned it. He actually turned it sideways. And you can still see part of the elephant that, of course, yeah. perfectly and divinely is in its perfect spot coming through where the Buddha is. It was amazing. I'll have to send you a picture. I would love but that. That's, that's it. Yeah, it's the tapestry of life, right? And, and, I, and the artist 
in those that I've talked to. It, it's again, it's it's surrendering it's, and asking the questions on your perspective. What is it that you like about X, Y, and Z, or what is it that you don't like? Again, mm-hmm. doing the same awareness practice for yourself, taking a deep, compassionate, curious, loving question and breath within yourself. I think that's just brilliant. And then you 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 have a tap, literally a tactile tapestry that you can help people walk through that with me. It's beautiful. Absolutely. And I love that you chose an elephant because, again, we're, we are being offered uh, symbols. So it's, there's a language that is meant to appeal and speak to our hearts rather than our minds. We have, you know, letters and written and spoken language to speak to our mind, but symbols and images speak to our hearts and the wisdom and intelligence that we know is in our heart. And the elephant is all the things you mentioned, plus it's a symbol of the divine feminine because it's a matriarchal culture, right? And and it's also connected to bulldozing through obstacles. So the fact that you, you know, felt intuitively the call to paint this big elephant is such perfect medicine for your sister-in-law. And, you know, that's a, a layer I teach. Once we understand we are reprogramming ourselves to the new creative story and we understand that how the painting practice can become a mirror, um, it is the most fun way to develop self-awareness and do your inner work because you just get to observe yourself as you paint. Um, and then, you know, you can observe yourself being so critical or in fear, and then you can practice being your own inner cheerleader just for like 10 minutes during your painting session. And physiologically, you're developing those new neural pathways. We learn so much deeper when we experience it rather than, you know, sitting in your comfy chair and reading, which I read, you know, I'm always reading like five books at a time. So I'm not saying reading isn't good, but take what you've, you know, learned from reading and speaking to people and bring it to the canvas and, um, and observe yourself and then, Practice being, you know, wild and making mistakes if you've got that inner perfectionist. Um, Sometimes I do canvases just to practice being detail-oriented. That's more, you know, my my edge. And and then when there's something that we are really desiring, you know, this is such a perfect time right now coming into a new year, you want to paint a painting that is your 2022 painting, and you're painting into the painting, you know, like I am, living more and more authentically. I'm developing more self-awareness. I'm earning more money than I've ever earned before. I'm traveling the world. You know, whatever it is that you want to do, you paint the words onto the canvas. Then you do that scribbling plane with the color. And then you either, like, will see something in the canvas or perhaps you have an idea. Like, some people have a word for the new year. So I encourage you to receive a symbol for the year. And then you can paint that on the canvas and when that is in your space, it is constantly, energetically, like, uh, just like, you know, whatever is broadcasting this radio show, it's, it's broadcasting the energy, the message that you put into it and reminding you the whole time, even in the, on that unconscious level, this is what we're going to experience in 2022. Um, oh, and I have painting that. Yeah, the paint, all the paintings that I do intentionally in that way. I can look back and they've all come to fruition, every single one of them. It's a really, really powerful practice because, again, you are creating into your physical experience, energetically, vibrationally, 
vibrationally, symbolically, what do you desire? So you've already taken a huge step. And then you are um, keeping that that energy in your space that's constantly kind of um, keeping you on track. You know how we used to put those tubes in the gutters of the bowling alley so your ball wouldn't go off into the gutter, right? It's like right. the symbols in the painting keep your mind focused on what you desire rather than thinking, oh, I'm going to make more money and travel the world and meet my soulmate. And then what does the brain start doing? The mind starts being like, yeah, well, you said that last year, you know, look at your bank account right now. What if you don't? And we start coming up with our, like, what we're going to do when it doesn't happen. Like That's how our minds work without awareness. And so, yeah, let's create our lives and curate our thoughts and our words with a heightened awareness and understanding that we are all creative. We're creating our reality in each and every moment. Um, and you can create it with more consciousness. I mean, we can all see what happens when the world creates reality without awareness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. I can remember, people. Oh, I love that. I am totally going to make my 2022 symbol on my canvas because 2022 yeah. Intuitively, psychically, energetically is going to be an incredible year for the consciousness and for me in general. And I can feel the, the frequencies changing in general, of course, coming out of everything else. So with that, Whitney, let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more about being in that flow, uh, sustaining that fluidity and uh, truly being in touch with your soul. And Whitney, you know what it was? It was the elephant mandala. I, it was a big, huge mandala that I created, big black and white one. Anyway, so that was that's the word I was looking for. Okay, um, Benny, let's take a quick commercial and we'll come back. We're going to jump right in again. Thank you. I never held my hand out and asked for something free. I got pride I could roll out for miles in front of me. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Reading is Fundamental, the nation's largest children's literacy organization, invites you to rally our children to read. Visit rallytoread.org and help your child pledge to read 100 books by Read Across America Day in March 2022. Also, watch well-known authors read their favorite books, find activities to keep young readers motivated, and teachers can enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school, subject to rules. Inspire your child to read. Visit rallytoread.org today. 
Alternative Talk 1150 is your sports organization's safe bet when it comes to airing your team's games. Our players are all seasoned professionals when it comes to sports programming. Imagine your games being heard on local radio. Your team deserves the MVP treatment. Call 425-653-1150 today to learn how affordable and fun it is to broadcast your games on the radio. Call 425-653-1150 and make your next season something special. That's 425-653-1150. Hey guys, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Yes, that's positive radio to feed your soul. You know what? Give me 20 minutes and I'm going to give you a lifetime of change. Learn to manage your mind. It's just you, just version 2.0. You hear me say it on the radio, new thoughts, new ideas, new perspective, and it's a new you. Let's have a conversation and stop your spinning. 206-300-2227. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Oh, you don't want to hear me sing, but <laughs> welcome back. Thank you, everybody, for joining us again. Uh, happy holidays. I'm joined here with Whitney, and we have been talking the first half of the hour about, quite honestly, painting, um, or not even, I mean, painting, yes, but using artistry, whatever your artistry adjective to describe is for you. And during the break on, on YouTube, we were talking about that canvas, that artistry could be sports. It could be, you know, getting into that zone and that consciousness and that calmness when you're shooting hoops. It could be gardening for some people. It could be cooking for others. It could be painting in addition to, and I would like, I'd like to add, and I think you kind of alluded to this earlier, uh, Whitney, that art aspect, taking pen to paper or paintbrush to paper is, that brings up, conjures up a lot of fear. So do it. Mm -hmm. Cross that bridge, stand in the middle of that bridge and go, I'm here, I'm a warrior, I'm going to do this. And do it in a safe environment, you know, have people around you that can hold that space for you and love on you and help work through that. That's the important part, because I know I've done it the other way, and then it shuts you down even more. You think that you're in a safe environment, safe environment meaning somebody that you can share your emotions with, your fear with, and it gets all shot up. It's just not not a healthy situation. So again, go back to a safe space, uh, having somebody there to hold that space for you, not enable just to hold the space for you. And and in regards to what we're talking with, with Whitney is rising above with the artistry. And I love, I'd love to talk about the owl and the Buddha process, unless there's something intuitively that's coming, coming to you. Um, Whitney, I want to just swing back around to the symbol on the canvas for 2022. Can we recap that really quick? Because I'm going to make sure I have it in my head, and I want people to be able to take away from our time together that they can create that symbol for themselves for 2022. That'd be great. Absolutely. So, um, you know, most of us are familiar with, you know, the old practice, which it feels like is almost – has been erased um, from our consciousness where we had New Year's resolutions, right? And then people started picking a word for the year. 
And what I encourage you to do is to receive a symbol or two. It seems like usually I have two symbols for the year. And the reason to work with symbols, like I mentioned before, is symbols speak to our hearts. Um, they speak to that intuitive, subtle, kind of energetic part of ourselves, not the rational, logical mind um, that speaks in the written and, uh, you know, spoken word, like English, Spanish, whatever. So symbols, one, how beautiful, are universal, need no translation. And um, they're actually offering us guidance to balance that logical, rational mind. So normally I receive um, the symbol for the new year. So you can all just open up if you're like, yeah, I want a symbol for the new year or two, like I mentioned. Um, and the first step is just to open up, just say, okay, I'm ready to receive a symbol for the new year. Um, and this is just like, you know, imagine a, a new uh, professional football team that's looking for a new mascot, right? Like it's like you're opening up to your symbol, your mascot for 2022. And then you're just noticing, it's like you're on a treasure hunt, and um, your symbol is going to find you. It's either going to just find you physically, like you'll see it. I remember the year I started working with an arrow. There was an arrow painted on the door um, on a building that had a Nez Perce Homeland Project right across from the post office, and I hadn't ever noticed that arrow before, but in December of whatever it was, 2014, I kept looking at that arrow. Right. And then I read a story about the Nez Perce Indians who lived here where I live until 1877, how they were famous for their arrows. And I realized that in my life, you know, when people would say, oh, what do you want? I'd be like, oh, I'm just so grateful for everything and, you know, it's all good and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was being encouraged to pick what do you want? Right. And I was mm. getting the message that we all have you know, legions of helpers and allies, you know, you may refer to them, think of them as angels um, or aspects of yourself wanting to help us, you know, live our highest expression. But we have to tell them, what do you want? And I realized that it was like I had these precious arrows, you know, that were handcrafted and, you know, I traveled far and wide to trade my own precious goods for these arrows. And I'm just out in the field, just randomly shooting them around rather than really focusing on what I wanted, right? And um, so that's how I knew the arrow was being offered to me for a symbol. Um, so these symbols will find you. So again, you'll see them, they'll, you'll see them and you'll be attracted to it, and then it will be repeated. It will be affirmed for you in some way. Someone else will bring it up. Um, I love uh, I, this coming year, I'm... Um, being called to work with the feather again. I've worked with the feather, I think it was 2017. And, um, you know, I had a Zoom session with a woman and she had her feather earrings on right after I was thinking about it. And, you know, so you kind of get <laughs> the affirmation. Um, so then you go to the canvas and you're literally, you can use a pencil, you can use markers. It doesn't matter if they run or bleed, you know, Sharpies, whatever you've got. And just write you know, I am in the present moment, 2022 is so much fun. Like I'm living more on purpose. I'm in alignment. I have more friends that are in alignment. I have relationships. My, my financial situation is in alignment with the abundance that I know that I am and this universe has, you know, you just, you paint the words, not, I hope I wish I want it's I am, this is the way it is because I say so. So you're declaring your reality 
creating that onto the canvas. You're getting it out of yourself into the physical reality. Then you're painting, just having fun, playing with color, and then you paint your symbol. And again, remember, this isn't product. I mean, it's lovely for it to look pretty and all of that, but that's not what this is about. This is about you as a creative being declaring and choosing what you want and then creating it into your physical reality and creating like a talisman that is going to guide you throughout the year. Keep reminding you, remember, this is what we're aligning with. This is what we're choosing. And it's going to help replace the kind of the worry and stress with the affirmations of like, this is who I am and this is what I'm choosing. Um, so it's a really fun, powerful process. And um, it's always fun to look back. Like the year I um, ended up buying my house, so I had moved out of the 700-acre ranch, the big, huge house, got divorced in 2012, lived in a rental for six years, really close to the kids' school, and then was needing to find my house because the landlords were going to start renting or you know, moving in or whatever. And um, I was working with the B in 2018. So I realized the end was I closed on the house October 19th, 2018, that my bee guide had, you know, guided me to my hive, right? Um, mm. It was really beautiful to look back. And the other benefit I've found and my clients have experienced when you start tuning into the symbolic language is um, they really feel like life is supporting them and working with them rather than against them. Um, because there's truly so much um, information we're being offered. You know, our, our brains, you know, and you hear those stats about how our brains are processing like over a million bits of information every second. Well, it's uh -huh. something like 80% of that is coming through our sense of vision. So if you're wow. seeing owls everywhere or feathers everywhere or arrows everywhere, not everybody is. Right? Like you're being attracted to those symbols for a reason. And even, you know, independent of your 2022 painting, look it up. Just pull out your phone and Google the symbolism of owl, feather, squirrel, you know, anything that's coming to mind. Uh, pine trees, flowers, the flowers that grow really well in your yard or the, your favorite flower, those have symbolism. Look up the symbolism. You will be amazed at how the flowers that grow outside your home are exactly perfect. Right. So, um, so tuning into this symbolic language and level of guidance um, is so helpful. And part of where we are right now on this planet is understanding and really grappling with the truth that life is an inside out job. Right. It's like we were all sent to our rooms to say, okay, get alone, get quiet <laughs> and, you know, focus and decide what you really want. Get to know yourself, get to know your thoughts instead of running around distracting yourself all the time. And um, what we're being called to is a whole new level of intentionality and awareness around our ability to choose. And that's what I've been getting that I heard reflected in what you said about 2022 is 2022 feels very um, ethereal, very like hard to grasp. And it's because we are going to create it with what we choose to think about. And so the more of us that are imagining into future realities that instead of the doomsday and everything going to hell, you know, it's we are remembering how interconnected we are. We are remembering how to care for our environment. And we are remembering how to be compassionate to ourselves and others. 
this is the year that we're being really called to step into that truth and stop giving away our power to outside, you know, influences. Um, So you said the magic word about. We talked over the top of each other. Go ahead and finish your thought, Whitney. No, I was just going to say, so that's a, a a full circle uh, timer to creating your 2022 painting. (laughs) (laughs) Declare your own personal reality. Come on, folks. So you'll enjoy this, Whitney, and you're speaking my language with animals and symbolisms and all of this. And uh, I I call the the greater vibration Gus, God, universe, source, spirit. It could be purple chopsticks if it's something that creates consciousness, love, and helps you to be a good person in this human realm, do it. So where I was going with this, Whitney, is um, I've, over the last three years, similar to you, I've I've gotten divorced. I've moved out of my state that I was in for over 40 years. You know, the mommy guilt, this stuff. I've I've now got three grown adult women, children, but they're still back in, in Washington. And Gus kept, and all the symbols, in 20 20 and 2021 kept saying, you know, you're going here, you're going here, you got to take the leap of faith. And I, and I kept asking, you've got to show me signs. I got to know that this is exactly where you want me to be going. And that's where I landed in Bend. And I kept seeing all these signs and symbols and releasing that fear and that guilt and trusting. The trust was another one, right? And so I'm, sitting here listening to you and when you're talking about creating your symbol and declaring that reality for 2022, I had done that. And mine was the grasshopper and taking a leap of faith. It was the grasshopper and the deer. Mm. It was taking Mm. a leap of faith. And the deer is your home is where your heart is. It will always be with you. And there were some other intuitive things that I I read up on it. So much so that I got the Picasso grasshopper on my right ankle because it reminds me to keep taking that leap of faith that I'm always loved, I'm always supported. But I got Picasso's mm. grasshopper because I wanted it to look cool, not like a big grasshopper on my ankle. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, I love the symbol of the grasshopper, and that's the one you've got because um, connected to the grasshopper as well and any of the smaller animal totems, right, is, is a lightness of being. You know, mm. it's like you don't have to be – this great success, titles, dollars, blah, 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 you know, kind of the outward physical uh, picture of what a successful person or life is. It's like Mm -hmm. just be, just how you be in the world. And can you be um, and take that leap lightly, like with a lightness of being? Um, And that is huge. I've worked with that. It's one of my favorite. um, That's what the feather does for me is remind me just to be that lightness of being because the feather is connected to the goddess Mot um, story in Egypt in the Egyptian pantheon. She stands at the threshold to the afterlife, right? So eternal Mm. life. And she weighs your heart against the feather. And it's symbolic, right? Did you live your life with a lightness of being? Is your heart light or is it weighed down by, you know, blame and guilt and you know blah blah we all know those things um so Uh that's that's the portal right to uh yeah afterlife is this lightness of being and i'm not taking ourselves so seriously 
you know, and when you do that also, you're much more liberated and free to try new things. You know, what the heck, let's try it. Because you're not weighed down with this pressure to perform and be good and perfect, right? You're able to just, yeah, leap and let's try it. Let's go for it. Um, so I love that. I love the grasshopper. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's been a leap of faith. I still go to it. I'm, I still am all right. I took that leap of faith. You put me here, now what? <laughs> and also right? sitting in that, sitting in that, now what? Going, it's okay. Just like you were mm-hmm. saying, don't take life so seriously, you know. And living, mm-hmm. and, and I found myself living life for everybody else except, you know, and there's so many moms and dads that can relate to that comment you know you yeah. you get wrapped up in the the mom and dad of life and that's okay i i it's i'm not judging it i'm just saying right. that was just how it was and it's not a guilt trip to the kids or anything like that it's it was my choice my life it's completely accountability all of that that was my mm-hmm. journey however now mm-hmm. it's the grasshopper now it's me it's taking that leap of faith and finding out truly who I really am. I haven't known who I am for years, years. And I know that there's, you know, I've talked to clients, I've talked to other coaches, you know, there's an evolution process, especially coming out of the situation over the last three years that we have been forced into out of, you know, it's beyond our control. So you have to go, like you said, Whitney, it's an inside job. You are forced to go inside and really taking yes. a look. And again, I'm going to use the CCs. Please be be very compassionate and get really curious about yourself. So, Because yeah. with that fear, there's a lot of bubbling and rumbling that's going on. And take the deep breath. Yeah. Take some time for yourself. Take that time out. Really do that. And I, you'll joke because you're a mom too. I, I, I remember mm-hmm. when my kids were really young and I needed to take a time out. So I literally, I went and hid, I think it was in the closet or you know, you have those bathrooms where it's a closet and a bathroom and a tub all at the same time, those, like, pocket doors that you just close. I literally, mm-hmm. like, Mama needs a timeout. I, I shut the door, latched it, and then I hear this knock, 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 knock. And I'm like, no, yeah. I just need a timeout. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. You love them anyway, absolutely. you know. So love yourself. Yeah. It's another metaphor. It's okay. Just love yourself. But also, you know, declare that time for yourself. Say, hey. I, I, this is, I have to take this 10 minutes. I have to take this 10 hours, 10 days, whatever it is, declare mm-hmm. it and make it happen for yourself because everything else will fall into place. Everything else will be okay. And have that. Absolutely. Whitney, we've got awesome. a few more minutes left here. What would you like to end today with? Well, um, it's funny when you talked about taking the leap, I'm like, okay, so my, most recently resulted in my latest book, 30 Days to Unstoppable, Be the Dream Made Visible. And um, this was, yeah, this was the first time that I received um, literally a teaching, like a process um, in meditation that I was very aware is being offered to humanity right now. I think in many different ways than just through me, but we are being called to remember that we are energetic vibrational beings and to care for ourselves vibrationally. And so 30 Days to Unstoppable first is a meditation process using sacred geometry um, to remember 
the union that we are, like we are light made visible, we are matter and energy or spirit, right? And then to surround yourself with what I call the spheres of wellness, um, two of which we've mentioned several of them. So um, love is the first one, then compassion, and then courage, alignment, gratitude, and presence. <laughs> and, um, and I received this teaching um, in late 2018, early 2019, um, started teaching it online to make sure that I finished the book in January 2020. And I was very aware, and it's, you know, kind of on the back cover, and I'm explaining to the people in my online course, you know, this is the new security. This is the new insurance. This is where you go when the external world is batshit crazy, and you're trying to feel safe, you know? You're trying not to spin out. And um, I'm like, it's the new 401k, you know? It's vibration. It's the 401 megahertz. And then the pandemic happened. And it was like, <laughs> holy moly, you know. And so 30 Days to Unstoppable is 30 chapters, 30 um, really guided meditations. It's, um, it's in paperback and it's on Audible. It's, I've got the first 19 days right now on my YouTube channel that you can listen to and watch me paint each chapter. Um, so however you access this teaching, I really encourage you to do it because it creates a space that at first you may want to, you know, meditate with for five or 10 minutes, but it becomes a waking meditation. And every time you see something that you're grateful for, you're adding to that sphere of wellness. Every time you're like, oh, I love this mate, you know, that goes into your sphere of love. And it will acclimate you to a space where you can understand that when you're given those visions and dreams for your life, moving into 2022, that it's not actually you. You're being given the call. You are what is needed to make manifest in the physical reality this idea that is getting you excited. Just like Liz Gilbert in her book, Big Magic, says ideas are, you know, circling around looking for hope. So we're Mm. here on the ground to materialize these miracles and dreams come true. And so when you are cultivating a high enough vibration because you're focusing on all the things you love and that you're grateful for and you're practicing self-compassion and, you know, taking courage, courageous steps, which is about following your heart, right? The word courage. Um, And you get a vision or a dream or an aha, whether it's for a new car or to travel somewhere or to create a business or write a book or whatever it is, you're unstoppable when you realize that it's being given to you just like a seed Like if you're going to grow tomatoes in your garden, you're given the seed to plant in the garden. It needs you to dig up the earth, weed out the other, you know, competing plants, put it in the dirt, water it, make sure it gets light. But that tomato seed has everything it needs to become a tomato. You don't have to coach it. (laughs) Right? So this is what your dreams are. Your dreams are like seeds that has everything it needs to become uh, to become true in your life, but it needs you to tend to it and garden and nurture it. And when you understand oh. that, you know, you can stay present and you watch the next step will always be revealed. And that's how you write the book. That's how you take the big leap is one step at a time, staying present and understand that this desire of yours 
has been given to you and it's going to benefit all sentient beings, um, speaking for my Tara painting course, um, when you experience the fruition of that. So I just, I cannot recommend enough getting your being, your consciousness on the 30 days to unstoppable. Like I said, it's free um, on my YouTube channel. It's on Audible, uh, paperback on Amazon. It's about to be in Spanish. You know, I'm just being obedient to like get this out there because um, this will change your life completely. And, and that feeling of like, how do you stay hopeful? How can you, you know, still be happy and looking ahead in your life with all this stuff going on? It's like, well, this is how. And, and we're all being called to it. Perfect, Whitney. I hate to interrupt, Sue. You have about a minute left in the show there, darling. So let's wrap her on thank up. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Whitney. That is absolutely beautiful. Come on, you guys. 30 days. Let's do a <laughs> lifetime of being unstoppable. Be the dream made visible. Whitney, thank you so much. And what a great Christmas gift. You guys, if you're yes. listening, tuning in, you can go to SueLongquist.com. We are going to have all of this information and special links in the newsletter. If you want to get that, just go to SueLungquist.com forward slash newsletter. We will get all of that for you there and on social media. Whitney, wonderful, wonderful show today. Happy holidays. Thank you for sharing your gift. Big love to you, the Buddha, all of the messages, the feather, the arrow, the bee. <laughs> and you guys, it's a, you're welcome, Whitney. It's a big trap permission slip. Go do it. Take responsibility. Benny, happy holidays. Thank you so much. And for all of you, I'll see you next week. And until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulunquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.